0: To the to the to the to the hello one and all welcome to the a to the k wrestling show where today we're going to take a look behind the belts as we are joined by acclaimed wrestling belt creator matthew Balk. matthew thank you so much for being here man how are you
1: good how are you yeah good
2: thank you thanks for taking the time indeed yeah um so, Matthew, I, I just thought we'd start if we could at the, well, I suppose at the beginning uh, and ask uh, firstly, you know, have you always been a, a fan of wrestling?
1: Were you a fan growing up? Oh, yeah. Um, ever since probably maybe I started watching about uh, 10 or 11 and then, but I had like the figures before that. I just didn't start watching the show. The show's been called that one.
0: So. Nice. Um, so Obviously, you are responsible for creating some absolutely iconic belt designs. You know the smoke and skull belts for ECW and WCW, and obviously working with JMAR. Can you kind of talk us through that whole story and and how that all kind of came about?
1: So it started when I wanted a a, a real belt of my own. So I ordered a belt from him. Uh, it took took a while. It, it takes it actually takes a lot longer now. Um if he even makes them, I'm not sure if he even makes them anymore, but um it took me about eighteen months to get uh, and then i I got the belt, and then a couple months after that, he had some little paragraph on his website. Um, it, a lot of people thought it was a contest. It really wasn't a contest. It was just a paragraph that basically said, uh, so you think so you think you can design a belt, um, send me uh, what you have, and if you if it gets used, uh, then maybe you'll get a real belt out of it. You know, like that maybe you might get a free belt. Um, so as I drew some up, um, I, or I drew one up at first, it was like a generic design with a crown on it. Uh, and then, uh, I snail mailed it off to him. And a few days later, he calls me up and, um, says, well, uh, I like them. Um, I like it, uh, but I need some specific stuff. Would you mind uh, doing uh, a few more? And um, that's where the, the smoking skull came in. Basically, um, he said, uh, um, Steve Austin wants a, a new belt. Um, he uh, just basically said, Do you want He wants the skull on it. Um, that's basically the only direction I was given is he wants to stall the skull. Um, and then, um, that was that one. And then, um, ECW, ECW, um, was getting new belts. So he wanted, uh, me to draw some hardcore style designs. And then, uh, the NWA was having its fiftieth anniversary. Um, so they wanted a, sp- a special belt for that. Um, so I drew one of those up that one didn't get used but the other ones did. And uh, so I ended up getting the ECW TV in the world title and uh, the Smoking Skull out of that first first batch there. So it's pretty cool, because the first one they ever did that ever, that ever saw the light of day was, was the Smoking Skull. And then there was more after that. That's
0: an from- iconic as well. <laughs> yeah, awful from a paragraph on a website, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so just as
2: a, a bit of an insight then, um, so can we ask sort of what goes into designing a wrestling belt? You know, um, what what is the process and how do you go about sort of getting your inspiration for particular designs?
1: Well, I mean, I don't know that. I think I do it probably different than a lot of people. Mine, I just draw, right. hand draw, and then mm-hmm. um, so my step is step one of the many steps that go into making a belt. Um, so I I hand drew it, I sent it, and I just sent it off then because I was eighteen at the time that. That they yeah. did this, um, which was a long time ago. <laughs> but the uh, uh yeah, it's 25 years this year. Um but uh yeah, so I, I drew it up and um I sent it to him and he just basically cleaned it up, changed a few minor things, but it basically looks very similar to what, what yeah. I sent him. And then um that was that. I mean, uh a lot of people do it now, just just on um, like uh, Corel or Adobe or whatever, but that's how I did it. So I'm very old school in that, in that way. Ah,
2: nothing
0: wrong with a bit of old school. No, definitely not. Yeah. Um crazy that you were 18 as well when i went when you did it um if, we, if yeah. we can talk a little bit more specifically around the kind of smoking school belt um so i actually had this replica belt as a kid um like myself and anthony we'd you know because we're cool we'd wear these wrestling belts around the streets yeah, um, cool. when we go to the local shops and things like that and um, but i absolutely love that belt design so um just curious you know you mentioned you kind of the only direction you had was just like he wants a skull on it so how did you kind of capture Steve's personality so well and what does kind of you know how fondly does, does Steve remember um that, that design?
1: Well I mean so what I do is I just basically I took the, the skull from the back of the first Austin 316 shirt and mm-hmm. uh, then I you know had put the, the snakes on each side and the shattered glass in the background for the main for the main plate and then um the the I did more snakes around the um sides of the the side plate those those sides of uh, of, on the side plate are actually my hand-drawn snakes those weren't switched so because like the the snakes in the main plate were our clip art snakes that got you know replaced from the snakes that I drew on there so, but the the side plates are hand drawn. So it was basically just that because there really are that many elements on there other than snakes and skulls and the broken glass in the background. Um, it's pretty simple in a way. Um, yeah. But then um, they put the you know the the carved in um, WWF logo on the skull instead of the uh, I think it said Stone Cold on the back of the shirt. In, on the forehead of the skull uh, but i switched it out with the wwf logo uh, that's about it um, you know and then joe joe put um this the um, uh, it's the i don't know what kind of it, the white snake skin on the back i don't know what kind of, what kind of snake it is but that was him so did that
0: what was uh what was steve's reaction when i uh, went when he first saw it oh, when
1: he got, um so this is just what joe told me he he delivered it to him to a show i think it was probably somewhere in ohio because he hand delivered them um he delivered him. he made two of them um he made a the gold one and then a, a chrome silver one and um he looked at them both and and he just he said it was like basically a more vulgar version of like this is the best best belt i've ever seen so <laughs> yeah. so it was like uh that works for me you know <laughs> I would told him he would he would actually um bring them bring it as a carry-on instead of a uh out of lights instead of uh ch- checking it with his bag like he did normally so that's what he i remember him saying that and this is like 25 years 20 yeah, about 25 and a half years ago. So it's like hard to remember everything, but it, that's mm. stuff no, of the Yeah.
2: So is it uh, when you mentioned about um obviously a lot of the the, the sort of hand drawn elements is it is it true that the the WWF logo on the skull was actually hand drawn by
1: yourself as well? Yep. yep uh Excellent. that that was yeah, because that was my idea to do that. Um yeah, that's right. why it doesn't have the swoosh at the bottom right, yeah it was not really easy easily to it would have it would had to be really small um if I did that, so I just and it wasn't really like a big I didn't think this solution was going to be like as it had just came out basically um, yeah a few months before. so it wasn't I didn't even really know that that was like a big part of the logo. So I just used that and that they. And uh, he just kind of put it in there. And it's it's essentially my hand drawn carved logo. That's 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 cool.
0: cool. (laughs) Like your own little autograph on the belt. So we we did get to see.
1: I don't know if you ever saw it on the real belt. My name's really small under the N and champion at the bottom of the belt, bottom right corner.
0: Oh, wow. Really? I didn't even
1: notice. M colon art. That it says so that was pretty pretty cool that you know that's the only belt that's got my name on it um of the ring use belt so it was pretty cool
0: um, and like at the time that it was manufactured and stuff i know you were, you kind of um you sent the designs of when you were 18 but like like how old were you when when steve was wearing it was it that quick were you still 18 19
1: oh yeah i mean it was um probably late spring I would say, um, and then he had it in hand um, like probably a week before it debuted, I would think. Um, I could look it up, like I could find out what show it was or at least what show I would guess it to be. It was it was an Ohio loop of house shows, I think. Um, and yeah, and uh, so it would have been probably about a week before that. Um, Fully,
0: uh, the money at Raw in um, Anaheim that it debuted. That's awesome. Um, so speaking of the school, uh, Smoking School belt, so it was on um, WWE's most wanted treasures. Um, how does it feel to know that something you've kind of made has had such an important place in WWE history to the point that they wanted to kind of, you know, get their hands back on it again and kind of keep it for some kind of display or something?
1: It was really cool. Um, I was, like, I, I kind of picked apart the episode because I, I looked and, um, like they, you, you know, how produced these shows are. It, oh, it, it, was, it was like, he didn't know where it was and like, nobody there knew who it was. And I'm like, I, so I fu- made a funny tweet. I was like, well, I know where it is. <laughs> I, know, I know who owns the real one now. Um, cause there was only ever one ring used belt and, um, um i don't know who originally got it out of wwe's hands but it ended up in conrad thompson's hands and then it's now it's in dan lambert's hands so ah. well, i went to um down there to because um, he only lives a few hours away from me so i contacted him and he let me come down there and see it because that was actually the first time i ever saw it and held it in my hands in person was uh, sure. earlier this year so, joe, his- joe, made it, Mo, joe made it and delivered it and that was it like i lived three hours from joe so i never even got to see it before it was delivered so
2: wow that's all i mean it's awesome not not only knowing where it is now but being able to see it again that's awesome yeah, yeah.
0: after all those years yeah. to finally be able to hold the creation <laughs> that of yeah. course you know design yeah
1: it was like it was kind of like a full circle kind of moment as silly as it sounds as i wanted to like see it in person just yeah not I of course I yeah. in a glass case like it like a wwe access and stuff like that like wrestlemania weekend but i want to hold the thing in my hands and take pictures with them stuff so that was really fun to, yeah, to do no. you know That's 25 awesome. years later
2: a... <laughs> it took 25 years but it's awesome that you have to do that yeah yeah
1: um, um, 24 and change, but yeah, it was like it was early, it was earlier this year. But yeah, it was it was really cool. And walking into that room with all those belts he has is like, you know, uh, yeah.
2: an impressive of collection.
1: from Death Tales. That's an old reference, but yeah, it was like just, <laughs> just belts everywhere, real belts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. Um, so obviously, as well as the smoke and skull belts, uh, you had a number of popular designs, including the, the ECW world title, uh, w, w, WCW hardcore title, sorry, uh, just to name a few. Um, so again, I just wanted to ask sort of, how did these come about? Was the process fairly similar? Were you, you know were you left to sort of like, that that's your design and and you can sort of run with it? Or was there a lot of involvement from, you know, did, did you have to meet the likes of uh, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff and, and that sort of thing?
1: No, I went all through Joe so he he did all the work i mean i i did like i did a very small amount uh contribution and like i always try to explain is like i did step one of many um Hmm. he did all the networking to you know and um all that to to all the business and all that because i just basically was just helping him out um yeah i was a kid i was basically a kid when when uh, you know he asked me to do it so you know it was like I don't like a lot of people think it's more than it is because I just drew it drew it up and sent it to him and it didn't even take me all that long to do it um, you know I'm and, and doing interviews for 25 years later is like so weird to <laughs> me, but, you know um, and then you know thousands of people have copies of it and, you know that they're like you had, You said you had you had a replica of it so it blows my mind still yeah. Years later. so but yeah i didn't have a um anything to do with it other than that you know i had went went down to his house a few times one time i helped him you know uh do a little bit of work on belts like i i sanded the belt for china and then a little the belt for china once and um Got to see like he had a ring used a uh, European belt that they sent back to him to um, fix because it was all beat up and you know I got to see stuff like that but uh, nice. you know as far as like the worked with uh, working with the companies I didn't have anything to do with that.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, as you say, though it's a it's a very important step in it and, and you know in many steps to making the belt. Um, but the ECW yeah. World Title in particular, so that was held by Vince McMahon. Um, how cool Wait, was that moment when he's there holding that belt? And um, did you ever hear why they decided to redesign it to that awful one that they did? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I just assume it was WWE wanting their it to be them, you know, their mm. thing. Um but I mean they had somebody I don't even know who made it who made that one it wasn't Joe but it was um you know I'm sure it was an in-house uh, designer I would you know um, but yeah it was it wasn't even that bad of a design it just was like it didn't have any color on it and like whatever the leather was was terrible um, yeah. you know so it could have been better you know it wasn't
0: it just wasn't the ecw title if that makes any sense no didn't feel
1: like ecw i guess yeah I well you know speaking of title designs
2: it's uh, wonderful to get your thoughts on on what you make of the the current wwe universal championship and and sort of i suppose the decision to move away from the you know the full gold plates and and to a more sort of jewels on leather kind of style um i mean
1: i i i think the belt's okay i mean i like um i think it's made made well um yeah the design doesn't have anything to do with the maker because the maker does a good job but um oh, of course, yeah. it's very corporate you know it's like what you get to expect out of like an advertising um piece you know that's basically the show's that's at your point,
2: uh, from a branding point of view it works really well <laughs> branding, <laughs> you know
1: it's i get it it's um you know, I like it for what it is, you know, it's, um, just, I'm very traditional in my tastes for that. Like uh, a lot of people like, I mean, smoking spell is very polarizing, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's popular, but it's, um, you know, it's, uh, kind of like started this whole thing of custom belts that, cause it was the first one basically. Um, Yeah so i got there was a little heat for that but you know it was um you know i i don't think i don't even know that i would have wanted to that you know somebody to have their own specific belt but you know when you get asked to do it for steve austin you kind of like make an exception (laughs) so you know but uh, um at least at least people like it you know at least uh you know it's I guess one of the better, one of the best
0: custom ones that yeah. I've, I've been told, anyway. Yeah, definitely. I'd I say it's the best custom, to be fair. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, i I had it. I don't have yeah. any other custom ones. Um, <laughs> only the belt I've ever had is the, uh, the Metro. we we'll say again? sorry.
1: I said there's, there are some bad ones.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's interesting because you mentioned kind of your you prefer the more traditional style belts and stuff like that. And, you know, the only other belt, uh, um like kind of proper one that I've ever owned is the, the old school Intercontinental title. So I was just yeah. kind of curious, is there any belt out there that you do think uh, maybe you'd love to get your hands on and redesign?
1: Um, to redesign a current one? or Yeah, to... or,
0: or, or ev- even one from like from history. Is there anyone where you thought, oh, I, I wish I could redesign this?
1: I kind of like redesigned belts in my head all the time. Like I, the, the current tag belts, I kind of did, mm. I kind of like Photoshopped like my, like I could fix this here and fix this here and, you know, it'll look a lot better. I did that, you know, cause those belts probably are the current belts that probably needed the most, the current yeah, entertainment, cool that a lot of people don't like, um, cause it replaced the one of the best if not the best you know um but you know i don't hate it i just i don't like they just don't put enough color in them you know because it's all black paint and you know the the tag belts don't have any paint on them and it's kind of like they look like you know dimes you know where they look like pennies before (laughs) (laughs) you know so it's like they don't you the design on the tag belts now is not bad. It's just there's no paint out to where you can't really even see anything. It doesn't look like anything. It just looks like a silver circle. So yeah. um, needs more stuff like that. You know? Yeah. It's uh, but a specific belt, I don't I'm oh you know, I do it all the time, I can't even think of one. Um, <laughs> you know it's other than those that I just said.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, um, is it true that you've technically designed a, a title belt for Kid Rock?
1: Oh, okay, so there's a story behind <laughs> that.. Um, oh, go on. I got asked to do the f t w belt for Taz, so I drew hmm. one up um he sent it to Taz, and Taz came back with something he wanted more just basically plain just circles with the f t w logo and then the lo- very little design in it. Hmm. Um, because, um, you know, he, he just, that's, he didn't want anything that was that, um, you know, specific. He just wanted plain, um, you know, FTW and middle fingers and stuff like that. And the, so, um, they, the design that I used, the, the faceplate of it ended up getting reused for a belt for Kid Rock. Um so they basically just used it for that and um so the for the history of rock cd if you ever find 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 CD somewhere the the book that came with the little booklet um i'm dating myself now but because uh who has a cd anymore but if you open <laughs> up the book there's like a collage in there that that belt is in there like as a picture in the collage so um, That's awesome. So the That's cool. plate,
0: yeah, the safe the faceplate is my design, and then there's circles with the Kid Rock's logos and stuff as the side plates. <laughs> How crazy <is> that <laughs> I started out as a FTW and ended up as a Kid Rock one. Yeah, Insane. Um, so obviously, most people know you for the titles that we've kind of um, discussed so far, Spoken School, ECW, and WCW. But you've done a number of other um, belt designs as well. I was just wondering, out of everything that you've done, have you got a particular favorite design that you've ever done?
1: I mean, probably just the Smoking Skull because it was the one that most people seem to care about. Um, The WCW Hardcore I kind of like, just kind of like because it's the one that um, it never got a replica made of it. They made a WCW Hardcore replica and I use replica very loosely because it's not really a replica of anything. It's just a weird design that they just came up with and was never used on TV. The, my version was used on TV. Their the one that they sold was not. And you know, that one was the one that ended up at like in the video games and stuff. And like it drives me nuts because like it's not even correct. Have you ever seen seen the one that they sold, it's it's terrible.
0: Wonder why they did that.
1: Look that up if That's you get a chance. It's not does not look good. But um mine um, you know I thought it I thought it came out pretty good. Um, you know it was only it was only, like it was barely used a year, or so that's that's one thing that blows my mind about uh, the smoking skull is like if you add it up, it's you know barely a year's worth of TV time, and you know still talking about it uh, yeah. a couple of years later, yeah or twenty twenty five years later, you know,
2: so, yeah. so it' just a very important year to see though. though yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so obviously Carls asked of your of your own designs in terms of um, if you had any particular favorites. Uh, I'm just curious of um what you mention as well about you sort of you have more traditional taste when it comes to designs. Um, do you have a particular favorite design of ones that you you haven't created?
1: Um, that changes a lot, but my kind of like core ones were um, the big gold, uh, the big eagle the first one, the blue one, the one that the Smoking Skull replaced, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the original Triple Crown WWF, um, the Winged Eagle, the um, Reggie Parks, it, the, all, all three Reggie Parks, and Intercontinental, and the um, tag team. So yeah,
0: definitely. Cool. Definitely yeah.
1: some classic ones there. Um... I also like the IWGP, um, not the current one, but the one before it. Version, version 4 I think is what it is so yeah. those are the ones that I, I think are
0: some of the most yeah. iconic looking design um, Do you still watch wrestling watch do um, you still watch wrestling today um, if so what are your kind of thoughts on, on the current product and have you got any kind of favourite um, promotions or wrestlers right now
1: Yeah I I don't watch it a lot now I keep up with it but I mean I I still watch it I nev- I've never taken a break on it uh, like a lot of people do, but I did. You know, I probably watch it less now than I I have in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I I really like AEW. Um, uh, you know, WWE's good. I uh, you know, stuff is a lot better than it was a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. Those are really the only ones I keep up with a lot. Of, um, impact a little bit. Um, you know stuff like that I, uh, i'm a little behind on um on new japan and stuff i was when it was real popular a couple of years ago i was watching a lot of that but you know just those mo- mainly yeah I
2: mean, that's the joy but there's just so much content out there now. yeah definitely
1: <laughs> right yeah <laughs>
2: Um, so we've we've heard on a, another podcast that you've met and had pitches with a, a good number of celebrities and wrestlers. Um, so I just wondered if I could ask sort of who's been your favorite and sort of least favorite to a person that you've met.
1: Um, yeah, that's one of my one of my weird hobbies. I, I used to be a big autograph collector. I don't really do autographs much anymore because I just I they take up too much space. I had a file cabinet full yeah, of them and that. it was like. 15 years. Like, uh, what am I doing with these things? So, I, uh, <laughs> but I like the pictures. Um, they, you know, they tell a story that I met the person. So, um, yeah, that's the, awesome. but um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to pick fav- a favorite. Like, I really liked um, meeting Clint Eastwood the first first time. Um, Robert De Niro is another big one. Uh, Al Pacino. Um I don't have a great photo with Jack Nicholson, but that was a a really good one. Um, uh, Betty White was a really good, big one. Um, You know, I met three US presidents, uh, Carter, um, Clinton, and Trump. And then, um, you know, uh, just trying to think, there's so, so many. Like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 that's just the stuff that comes off the top of my head. Yeah, no, um, awesome.
2: some absolute legends there, Mr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have, yeah, like, have
0: any, like any kind of favorite interaction with with, with with any What's of that? them? Do you have like any kind of favorite interaction with any of them?
1: Um, I when I meet them, there it's kind of a blur. Because I I mm-hmm. try not to take much time from them, so I just like really make it very brief. Yeah, Um, sure. but I, you know, you're bothering them, so I want to keep it as as uh yeah as, as I can. But um, you know the uh, the thing I should have had time to think about this because I'm really <laughs> bad with the Um The worst one though, and I've told this. Story before the interview was uh, Alicia Silverstone. She was just terrible, but um, yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, um, I this was years ago, and it's such a such a funny story. Is um, we found out where the movie. You ever seen the movie Semi Pro with Will Ferrell? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I'm originally from Michigan, and that's where they filmed it. Was in the Detroit area. Um, it was based in Flint, Michigan, but it was filmed in Detroit and um they redid the Detroit Fair State Fairgrounds to be the Flint where where uh where they um, played um yeah so they uh, we kind of just you couldn't go in um to the where they were filming because they had it blocked off and stuff you couldn't go in and park and Go in there but you could walk in if you if you acted like you knew what you were doing <laughs> that's what my friends did and we just basically sit sat on this picnic table the three of us um probably a couple hundred yards from where they were filming and just watched them film the uh a scene and it was uh um the it was um Farrell and andy richter and uh woody harrelson and andre benjamin andre 3000 and um, a bunch of the people that were in the basketball team um, and um, they basically um, uh, just filmed the scene of them getting on and off this bus in the middle of winter and it was uh, the middle of summer so they would basically they it, it was really kind of cool seeing them transform it into like a a wet snowy winter they sprayed sprayed the parking lot down with water and then they had the snow truck come in and put snow down and you know they had this uh, bus pull up and they kept getting on and off of the bus and and it was pretty cool to see it was probably a good 20 second scene or something it was very short but um that was that that was what they filmed and we kind of you know we're smart enough to to know that when they were going to be done, um, you know, because of daylight. So we knew that, well, it's going to be, they only got so much light left. So we're just going to kind of to like hang out here and hope we don't kick that, get kicked out before, it, you know, they, they wrap. So um, they wrapped. We heard, of, you know, basically clapping and whatever, you know, you kind of know, you kind of know, despite common sense, that they're, to, that they're done. So when yep. they did that, when they when they wrapped, we then we walked up, and um, Will Ferrell and we got pictures of all the people I mentioned, and and um, you know uh, they were all cool. I'm pretty sure Will Ther- Ferrell thought we were um, extras on the, <laughs> on the set. And um, after we got done, we were walking back to the car and. And uh, security came up to us, and they, they're like, guys, uh, just so you know we have to escort you out, but just to, also just so you know you did it the right way. Yeah. So <laughs> nice. you know how to do it the right way because so, um, we were just you know, we were calm and we walked up we kind of walked up and asked them and were polite and nice and and you know, so got a picture yeah. with Wolf Earl and, and <laughs> Jackie Moongear. So that was pretty cool. So that that's, that's awesome. a story that I like
0: to tell. That's an awesome story. Yeah. Um, so yeah just just curious are, are you still kind of um doing any kind of belt work at the minute and you know what else have you got kind of going on at the minute what does 2024 look like for you?
1: Just just um just if I'm asked to do something like if somebody wants like I get asked to do like drawings of um usually the smoking skull but some I did one of um multiple belts for a guy and then um but um the only thing that was like like super notable is um ron edwardson who does the aw belts he him and i um it was mostly him but i i helped him a little bit um with the aw all atlantic slash international belt oh, so nice. if you look on that um there's some elements on that that are mine most of it was his work but like there's some banners and stuff on there that that were my was my done by me so
2: that's cool yeah. yeah as
1: far as I know and I'm waiting for somebody to correct me that I the only one that I'm aware of that's done work on WWF WCW ECW and AEW belts I don't know if that's true but I can't figure out anybody else that has so
0: it's a hell of a resume, yeah. if it is. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So hopefully that's true. That's pretty cool.
2: Nah, that feels true. Yeah, we'll say it is. 100%. <laughs> um, so I mean, lastly from us, uh, if we could just sort of ask if you can let everyone know how they can sort of keep up to date with with yourself and and everything you've got going on, if that's okay.
1: Yeah, I have an Instagram account. It's it's my name. Um, then um, Twitter X is um, uh, mbalk79. M B A L K seven nine. Then you know if they need, they want to um, me to do a drawing or something. They can just message me on Facebook or 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 Instagram. Either one. I've, I um, I'm sometimes terrible, and I know you guys know this with uh, Instagram messages. So because I think <laughs> you guys messaged me before, and I meant to get back to you, and then I did not, and I almost kind of disappeared. So. But, uh, um, no, that's fine. No, bother. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah well, yeah, I Matthew, the
0: easiest way. Yeah. Awesome. Um, thank you so much for taking the time, and we generally appreciate it. Um, and yeah, uh, honor to speak to the only person to do belt designs for WWE, uh, WCW, ECW, and AEW, because <laughs> I think that I mean, you're absolutely, I hope right. that's that 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 is true because
1: that's something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely. Um, <laughs> But yeah, thank you very much for taking the time. Well, appreciate it. Thank you
1: for uh, inviting me.